Lynn in Washington. This week, European regulators said the AstraZeneca vaccine could be linked to blood clots. But the agency is still encouraging the shot, and the sister of one of the clot victims is echoing their sentiment. 59-year-old lawyer Neil Astles died from a brain bleed Easter Sunday, 10 days after getting the AstraZeneca vaccine. His blood work matched those of other victims. The sister in me still feels absolutely furious that this has happened to my brother. But Allison Astles is also a pharmacist. I still strongly believe that people should go ahead and have the vaccine. She says more people will die if they start avoiding vaccine. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Australia is the latest country to say the AstraZeneca vaccine should not be given to people under 50. CDC says the most common COVID strain in the U.S. now is the new variant first found in England. And we are now seeing more cases in younger people. Here's CBS's Dr. David Agus. Indoor sports, we're getting together much in larger uh, environments, and we are letting down our guard. And so we, I think, in, in school is appropriate, and we have to do it safely. But we can't do everything we had done prior to the pandemic. And we really need to put rules in place. Today, President Biden will deliver remarks on gun violence prevention and is expected to announce some executive actions. Among the actions President Biden is taking to address gun violence, an order to review federal policy on so-called ghost guns, self-assembled weapons that require no serial numbers. Another would review the use of stabilizing braces on pistols, which turns them into short-barreled rifles. CBS's Weijia Zhang. Five people were shot to death in a home in South Carolina. Among those killed, a doctor, his wife, and two of their grandchildren. Trent Ferris with the York County Sheriff's Office. I've lived in Rock Hill my entire life, and Dr. Leslie was my doctor growing up. So that's how this is kind of a little, little hard on me. Suspect is in custody. Two national forests in the mountains of North Georgia have been vandalized, as we hear from CBS's Jim Crisula. Someone has defaced rock faces and boulders with Native American carvings from pre-colonial times in the Chattahoochee and Oconee National Forest in the mountains of North Georgia. Five boulders had scratches and two had paint on them. There are some 100-figure carvings known as petroglyphs in the protected area of 800,000 acres. And the masters are back. All right. Honorary starter Jack Nicholas helped get things going. The big question for golf fans, will Dustin Johnson become the fourth golfer ever to win back-to-back Masters champion titles? This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed and may lose value. I know about courage. I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council.
And retailer is the latest to go for free. Saks Fifth Avenue is ditching fur, joining others including Macy's, Versace, and Prada. Saks says fur will be phased out of online and in-store brand partner and store label merchandise by the end of fiscal 2022. But it will continue selling shearling, goatskin, cattle hide, down feathers, leather, and faux fur products. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. I love this story. A first grader in Arkansas had an assignment to write a persuasive letter. Cameron Gardner decided she was tired of the girls' jeans her mom buys her from Old Navy that only had fake pockets. So she wrote Old Navy a letter that said, I do not like the the front pockets of the girls' jeans are fake. I want front pockets because I want to put my hands in them. I would also like to put things in them. Not only did they write back, they thanked her for her feedback. They sent her four pairs of new girls' jeans with pockets that she inspired them to make. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. Woke culture is threatening our freedoms. Now, Grant Stinchfield exposes Woke's secret agenda and its hidden players. Watch Stinchfield at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight on Newsmax TV as he reveals the dangers. Stinchfield gives you the cold, hard truth you need to know. Find Newsmax TV on all major cable systems or get it free on Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, and smart TVs. Download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. Woke is dangerous, so watch Stinchfield on Newsmax tonight. I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. (laughs) No, you hold my hand. Here we go. (laughs) Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. You've been waiting for months, but the wait is finally over. The Import House is open and excited to see you. We are stocked with all the merchandise you want, from Birkenstocks, Vans, Teva, Keen, and Fairchain gifts to locally made hand-blown glass and a huge assortment of body and sterling silver jewelry. An enormous selection of incense from around the world. We are open to the mask-wearing public from 10 to 6, Monday through Thursday, 10 to 7, Friday and Saturday, and 12 to 5, Sunday. Stop by the Import House at 68 North Court Street, Uptown Athens for our grand reopening. And don't forget our annual 420 sale, April 20th, for 20% off everything in the store, summer restrictions apply. Are you ready for an upgrade for your home? Then check out Superior Renovations in Albany for all your home improvement needs. Superior Renovations is a family-owned business of over 20 years, specializing in bathroom and kitchen remodelings. Superior Renovations is committed to superior quality and and results. For your free estimate, call 740-517-8795. Great references and great prices available for your next project. Superior Renovations, 27480 Old State Road 346 in Albany. Hi, this is Joe Mullins with the Radio Ramblers. We've been thankful to perform throughout the state, the U.S., and beyond featuring bluegrass music homegrown here in Ohio. 
We are certainly ready to get back on stage in front of audiences and at festivals and concerts after we have enough people vaccinated in the state. The COVID-19 vaccine will let us all get back in business doing what we love. Please roll up your sleeve. Ohioans have come a long way and we can't afford to stop our efforts now. Don't procrastinate. Vaccinate. To schedule a vaccine appointment, see gettheshot.coronavirus.ohio.gov or call 1-833-427-5634. That's 833-427-5634. Do it today for a healthy Ohio as soon as possible. 1-833-427-5634. Ohio. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Ah, look at that sunshine out there just booming through our windows. 60 degrees already. Headed up to 78. 80 tomorrow, 81 on Saturday. Uh, We won't talk about Sunday, 63. It is springtime. And each spring we have an event. It's called Race for a Reason. It all got started back in 2006, and that's our topic today on The Party Line. Well, I've got three people in the studio. Wow, it's nice to have some people back in here. And, of course, we've been doing many of our shows via telephone, and we'll still do some like that. But uh, it's nice to have uh, these these three folks with us today. Bill Hoschild joins us live, Haley Heiss, and Tara Giltz. And, um, Haley, you're the only one I don't know. i got to ask you where, do you, where where are you from? I'm just from down the road in Chillicothe, Ohio. So we're kind of, grab that mic. We're kind of like neighbors, uh, just down the road. Yeah, and you're here as a grad student, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm in the second year of my two-year master's program. So graduating with a master's of sports administration in 23 days. And go ahead, say it. You know what I'm getting at? No, you don't. (laughs) The number one program of its nature in the world. Yeah, we, you know, we we definitely wear that title very proudly, and we love to um, compete with the other programs, but we're also pretty humble about it moving forward. You know, we only got to be number one through the great experiences like Race for a Reason that we have open for our GA opportunities. So I'm very lucky and blessed to be a part of this program and couldn't be more thankful for my two years here in Athens. Well, I was closely associated with Sports Ad <laughs> for many years, so... Um... I, I'm very proud of it too, um, but these other two are lesser known, and and that's uh, Tara Giltz and um, one one of my favorite people and fellow Rotarian and all that sort of thing, and then then we have to put up with Bill Hoschild, and Bill, you know, your reputation around here is a little bit, mm, you know, sketchy. Well, <laughs> sketchy. Yeah, I might go farther, but. Um, Bill, you've been here a long time, and, you know, you've held so many important roles on our campus, Um, the military thing, 
uh, and then uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, and and then um, Athletes in Action, um, Mercy. When are you going to leave? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, no one's run me out yet. Oh, that's good. I, you know, I'm kidding, of course. The um, the whole race for a reason thing. This was a originally i i guess we could say it goes back to the year 2006 when it first kind of merged up with some other events right so 2006 was probably when we started run for a reason which was just a strict 5k um in the morning of our spring football game and so you know 2011 is really when race for a reason came about um where we kind of partnered up with Bill's team as a part of the uh, sports administration program, and that's where we started kind of coming up with the um, triathlon, duathlon, 5K, um, all the events that, you know, if we were in person, you'd still see. Now, Haley, what, I, I have a feeling you were an athlete uh, in your um in your life what, what sports were um, important to you yeah i'm very washed up at this point um <laughs> you know we had nothing but kickball and uh some easy speed walking now for me but you know growing up i played um basketball soccer softball and cross country um, for southeastern so competed with the spartans a few times never got to play against athens high school but um definitely competed with some of the teams down here well um it's, uh, you know, I, 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 sports is so important to us, whether we're a participant or a, um, a, a, a watcher, a viewer, right? And it's such a part of our lives. You know, and I kind of wonder sometimes, I wish I've had more international experiences. You know, is it as big a deal in other countries as it is for us? I've often wondered about that. Well, race for a reason, um, at least by my count, it sort of started back in 2006. And um, it wasn't called that back then. It had a different name. And then they combined it with another thing that Athletes in Action had been putting on. And um, that, was a, like that was a triathlon, I think. Correct. And, and, um, and now it's just a huge event. And people, there are how many different events? Let's see here. We've got, um, let's see, there's... Uh, there's six different events, okay. Dave. So... Name, um, go read down what they are. Sure. Um, and all of this kind of falls under, we initiated, we had a pilot uh, probably about four years ago of doing a remote race for people that could not Actually, make it back to Athens right. for the event, but wanted to stay connected and we're passionate about a reason. And that uh, that initiative was uh, with uh, OUHCOM. So the Heritage College of Medicine remote race is mm -hmm. out there. So everything's kind of this year because of the pandemic falling underneath that race because everything is a remote or virtual race this year. So uh, we never thought it would be like that. Uh, never wanted it to be like that but uh, but it is that way this year but uh, we have some great supporters out there um, first and foremost uh, with Ohio Health we could not uh, put this race on without uh, their partnership for this and then the and, and I should mention that uh, they are such an important member of this there are dozens of sponsors but they are the ultimate sponsor and so their name is always 
with Race for a Reason, Ohio Health Race for a Reason. That, that's correct. And, uh, and we are so appreciative to all that they've done and, and really all the, the offshots from this. They started hosting the Live Healthy Appalachia uh, first or couch to 5K or first 5K uh, stuff a couple years ago, uh, which was birthed out of this. Just a lot of synergy uh, within the community that's, that's focused around, around uh, philanthropy as well as health initiatives. So this, the six events um, or the other events that fall uh, within the whole virtual or remote race, uh, the College of Health Sciences and Professions uh, is the title sponsor for the triathlon and duathlon. The OURTC programs uh, usually sponsor the, the mud run and they're doing a 10K this year. And that's presented by Hugh White Honda of Athens. Quidel, who has been a partner with us from the beginning is the title sponsor of the 5K, and the presenting sponsor is the OU Credit Union, and then Power 105, uh, the 3K walk. Right through that window there. Yeah, we were we were uh, we're playing to Dave's hand there. Although I'm not sure if we've got him out walking yet on this one. He seems to avoid the race pretty well. I I have a garden tractor. I can. <laughs> and I I. My neighbors will tell you, I, I mowed in um, the middle of winter with snow on the ground. Um, it's Im- true. Impressive, Dave. Yes. And that, and that uh, 3K walk is uh, presented by Steak and Shake. Uh, and then, yeah, new this year, it's been piloted before by Bobcat Swim Club, which is a nonprofit in town, which is uh, our age group swim program that, that practices out of OU. They piloted two years ago a kids splash and dash event with their swimmers and we're opening that up to everyone so we've tried to reach a whole uh, bunch you know really a wide demographic uh, with this race trying to get people involved of all ages now years ago i was associated with a thing called friday night at the fights it was held in bird arena it was a hoot it was so much fun and the Bird Arena couldn't put another person in there. It was so popular an event. And it was all done through our Masters of Sports Administration program. That, too, kind of merged into this, you know? Um, the um, for Somewhere along the way, they decided boxing, they could back off of the uh, the concept and get involved in something that involved a far greater number of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, Friday night uh, fights uh, turned into uh, a partnership with the spring football game, and there was a 5K called the Gridiron Gallop uh, for a while. And then in 2011, uh, Sports Administration kind of broke away from uh, that spring football game Mm -hmm. and did their own 5K and mud run. So I was just retiring from ROTC, from the professor of military science job, and was helping uh, some of the sports administration people with the mud run aspect of mm, the race. Right. And uh, that was also the year that I had retired and came in on ministry with Athletes in Action and Campus Crusade. So we were doing simultaneously the, uh, the Athletes in Action triathlon. So those two events uh, 
came together in 2012. And actually, Jim Kaler was a part of the triathlon class that uh, mm. that I was doing as kind of grassroots advertising through WellWorks. So, as I think back, I don't think Jim was here for any of the Friday night fights. Correct. So. You know, Friday Night at the Fights was something that, as a program, it was definitely a revenue generator for us. But, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of mentioned it as the number one program. We can't just look at revenue generation. We have to see how we can impact the Athens community. You know, that's such a big focus for our program and what we want to really try to do through our alumni network. And so we shifted from that Friday Night at the Fights by taking kind of a step back and saying, okay, who is this really benefiting? Who gets to participate in this event? And by looking at that and analyzing that and with Jim Kaler kind of coming in after that event, really sat down and thought about how we could really leverage our alumni network to not just impact us and impact us as a program financially, but really look at the community here um, and how we can make that impact as well through an event that we could put on. And you know, we really challenged ourselves and the students in the program for the last um, 15 years with race run for a reason, but, you know, the last 10 years with race for a reason by saying, how much can we raise to really benefit this community that we serve and that really treats us so well and that we're just so lucky to be a part of? And it was kind of one of those things where it started out as one, <laughs> one spring run and has just grown into this major event that we can call up alumni from anywhere from Spain to California to Columbus, Ohio, and say, hey, Race for Reasons coming up. Would you want to participate? And all of that revenue is coming back in. And, you know, very few of that goes back to our program. And we're just really focused on getting that back into the community itself and focusing on how we can get a really big impact um, with our community outreach programs. Wow. Haley's pretty good, isn't she? <laughs> She, she's all right. She's I, good to keep around. Uh, yeah. I, I tell you what, it's uh, it's good to be partnered with uh, sports administration for this event. Well, duh, for any event, <laughs> for that matter. And listen, uh, uh, so race for a reason. You know, think about that concept. Okay, we're not saying race for Oblenis. We're not saying race for uh, the Boy Scouts. We're not saying I'm trying to make things up here. It is something where you and pick who you want to race for, you, the participant. And as we, if you listen closely to the list that Bill mentioned of events, you don't have to be a super jock in any of these to participate. You can do it at your own level and raise money to support things that are important to you in this community. That's cool, man. You know? And um, Ohio Health, wow, thanks for doing it, too. So, um, Tara, 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 Tara. Um, which do you prefer? I should I, ask you after all these years. That's Tara. Tara. Okay. Um, Tara, you, you have an important role with the Ohio Health Organization. And um, there's so many... You know, we're so proud to have Ohio Health in this community. Uh, we have some other really good health organizations, too. But, um, golly, when I first came here, I'm trying to think who the head of it was. But to see the growth of Ohio Health over the years, and even now, they've got a new building here just about to open. Mm -hmm. And... Um, 
you folks are keenly involved in Athens and, for that matter, the state of Ohio with different facilities uh, throughout the state. Um, what were you were you here before? So I've been with Ohio Health for seven years. Okay, which is unbelievable. Uh, but I actually started a day before we became uh, an Ohio Health hospital. Uh, so it's been really, as you said, pretty remarkable to see all of the positive changes that have come about um, in our community and the additional health services that have been extended in our community since Ohio Health has, has been here. Well, um, seven years. I, I'm not trying to put an age to you, but I'm also thinking I thought you had been here longer than that. You've done so many good things. Um, do, are you aware of Ohio Health in other communities, say it's Kenton, Ohio, or um, wherever you have facilities, mm -hmm. having a program quite like this? I do think this partnership is unique and in that we're working with Ohio University graduate students uh, that we're able to partner with a program that provides such a great benefit to the community because of the support that it has for so many different nonprofits. And for us, it was a really great sponsorship fit because it married that community support piece, that you know, student engagement and, and professional development piece. And um, of course, it's a health and wellness event. So we can encourage our own associates to participate and mm. they do they come out every year to to do the 3k walk or the 5k race uh we've had lots of our team members that have done the mud run uh so it's a really it's a really great even employee engagement opportunity uh, so we've been really happy to have this uh this partnership for so long and tara herself has done the triathlon i have i have and is actually the poster child of the banner if you if you uh, drive across the Richland Avenue Bridge. Check her out on I'm, Richland. I'm yeah. headed that way after yeah. the show. She's wearing some it. really cool sunglasses. <laughs> so um, the Richland Avenue Bridge, you said. Yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, the folks, think of this: 850 participants in the last few years have participated annually. And um, there's no limit. I mean, we could have a thousand. We could have twelve hundred. Um, my guess is we'll have eight fifty this year or thereabouts. Is that holding up? You know, I, Bill, and I have had this conversation a few times. And you know, sitting in the office last March and getting a phone call saying, "Hey, your race has been canceled," was right. kind of like, "What? Yeah, are you what?" We had absolutely no idea, you know, what this last year would have looked like and couldn't have predicted any of this. No one could. And coming into conversations this past fall, um, really looking at our team and um, our group of students that really heads up this event, I had kind of taken the role and just saying, guys, if we have one person and we raise $10, I'll be thrilled. You know, you have no clue what the community outside is really going through until you immerse yourself in it and kind of see the financial impacts. And right now, as of this morning, we're almost to that 50 participant sign up number um, with plenty of time left to sign up and register. And 
you know, we have almost all of our sponsors came back on board so graciously blown away by that. And so, you know, we are at a place where I don't think, you know, I didn't want to be a pessimistic Patty coming into January, but could have far exceeded a lot of the expectations um, we had already had. You know, we would have been happy just helping out a few different community groups, but I think our impact's really going to be a lot bigger than I could have ever imagined or, you know, what we would have dreamed up last March coming into this situation. Testamentic. Pessimistic Patty. My mom likes to call me Negative Nancy, Pessimistic Patty. I call it realistic. I, realistic. That's I one I hadn't yeah. heard before. I, I'm going to adopt that into my... Uh... When you work in events, you got to have that realistic side to you. you got to hope for the best, plan yeah. for the worst. You know, we have a soccer game today. I'm planning for lightning storms and a tornado to drop down around 2.30. So if we can get <laughs> all... Uh, 90 minutes in today it will be a great day <laughs> well done well uh, so the good thing is that uh just the nature of this race 90 mm -hmm. percent of our competitors uh 80 to 90 percent sign up the last week of the of race course. and, uh, and i didn't mean to bring out that only 50 had signed up so far but uh they all do it at the last moment even even when there isn't covid you know so um Anyway, it's about ready to pop, and that's exciting. So, um, Bill, has this grown to, uh, what am I trying to say here? <clears throat> uh, what would you like to do that you haven't been able to do thus far with this event? Well, one, we want to continue uh, to to have this event. So that's, you know, bridging the gap between not, of being able to offer it last year and then uh, being able to offer it as, as a virtual race this year. So we look forward to the point when uh, we can uh, we can get back together and mm -hmm. do this mm -hmm. as an event. Um, yeah, so I think perpetuating it uh, next year will be the 10th annual race. Uh, so we're looking for some neat stuff there. Um, We've tried in the past to do like a fitness expo beforehand, but I think that that is something that has a lot of potential. But the race has grown over the years. I mean, it started off with the merging of that mud run and 5K and triathlon. And then two years later, we added a 3K walk to get to that different demographic. And then the following year in 2005, we piloted the remote race aspect of it. And then just two years ago, we added or piloted that uh that splash and dash event for the kids so um i don't know i mean i'd love to honestly if i'm if i'm thinking big do a friday evening crossfit event type thing and then culminate with either the participants doing the triathlon or the 5k the next mm -hmm. day would be a cool event and center that around uh the the fitness expo that would be on a Friday evening. We've also had some some other neat initiatives that we were looking at last year that, that we kind of had to to shut down. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, we uh, we we definitely need uh, to continue our partnerships in order to be able to put on a race of this magnitude. That's for certain. Now, Haley, you talked about Jim Kaler a good bit, but 
Matt Cacciato has a, a new role and everything. And, and is, is it a support through the program? Um, I want to say worldwide. That's not correct. Uh, throughout the department. Um, that's there, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's so great for me. I actually went to undergrad at OU as well, and so um, took a year off in between those four years where I was in the School of Communications to come back to the College of Business. And the amount of support I have received from teachers reaching out as early as August saying, what do you need us to do? Where can we step in? Um, we have this events experience. We know a pandemic is hard to really think about the events Obviously, they had never been in that situation before. And so them knowing that that expectation had been on me for that long and seeing how they could really step up and kind of talk through some things. Or um, I really have to shout out a professor, Christina Wright. Um, she is in the state of Indiana, so she probably won't hear this this morning. But, you know, she has been somebody that has been a sounding board throughout this process as well as Matt. Um, whether I need to call them at 8 in the morning or send them a text at midnight, you know, they are right there always trying to help me out and answer questions as quickly as possible. And um, just really promoting this race, we've kind of talked about our alumni a little bit, but they within themselves, you know, as deep as the ties go, the one thing I will say is there's this this slogan that I don't necessarily use a lot, but we do call it the Bobcat Mafia every now and then, where you'll just kind of run into a group of um, individuals working in athletics and whatever space, whether it's college, professional sports or whatever. And those ties really run deep. You know, it it's very rare that you pick up the phone and call an alum and they don't answer right off the bat and say, what can I do for you? And so just through the support that, like you mentioned, in the College of Business itself um, and just making sure that this stayed possible and really pushing us to the next level, you know, Matt – really stepped in and challenged me a lot to really rise to the occasion for this race. And hopefully I haven't uh, crashed and burned too much yet. Um, you know, I really think that April 17th is going to be a day where I can finally breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief and get a little bit of reprieve until we start the T-shirts and um, funding of our reasons processes that we'll see in the beginning of May. But um, it's definitely something that like I mentioned earlier, I had no idea what this was going to look like up until January of this year. And, you know, they've really stuck by us and really got us through this and just kind of pushed us to get this event going again and bring us some hope. You know, I think that that's the biggest thing for me when I talk about the race this year. It's finally that sigh of relief of things are kind of looking normal or something's coming back to Athens. And, you know, we might not be able to run as a group under the cherry trees, but nothing's stopping you from going out yourself and really seeing that symbolism of Athens itself in the springtime. The, um, <clears throat> the, the, um, the reasons. Uh, I think our audience might be interested in hearing some that, um, um, like a list of some of the reasons that people have said, I'm going to participate to support this reason. And um, because it's, I mean, a few of them are kind of far-fetched. <laughs> a few of them are uh, close to our heart. Mm -hmm. um, I, I need to stop talking. Just help me um, lay out a list of mm -hmm. uh, examples. How, how about let me frame it? And then I'm going to pass it over to Tara 
and then she can pass it to me and then we'll then we'll con uh, conclude the the reason portion do with, you uh, need tools like yes to no, it? no 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 like glass and I, the, wood the, and... the the beautiful thing about the race is and you hit on it in the beginning you can you can race for any reason that you're passionate about. Obviously, your reason has to be listed with us. So we have a group of reasons that have come on board that have said, hey, we want to use your race as a fundraising platform. And $10 of your $25 entry fee goes directly to whatever charity or nonprofit you select during the registration process. So there's power in, in just that. But then there's the opportunity to use the the race as a platform for fundraising. So I could go out there and if I'm Dave Palmer and I'm gonna do my first triathlon and I, I might reach out and I could probably get some people giving me a lot of charity for that if I were Dave Palmer. I'd say, hey, I'm getting, doing my first triathlon. Would you sponsor me for $25 just to, just to hear that I actually did this type of event? So that's we've done that, that kind of power exists out there and, and we actually have an initiative that we started three years ago called Racing with the Athens Star. So we have a couple prominent people in the community that are racing for a specific reason, uh, and they're doing one of the six events that are out there. So I'm gonna hit those, and then I'm gonna use that to pass to Tara because Ohio Health always has some incredible uh, reasons that they are highlighting. So we have, uh, for women recovery, uh, Betsy Anderson, who's the director there, is going to be running for that, and I think they're actually going to be doing their own impromptu 3K walk. Okay, I, I, forgive me for interrupting. Women in recovery. Yeah. Okay, that's... so like um, my wife has uh, breast cancer in 2000. Now it's in the bones, stage four cancer. You know, doing everything up through Ohio Health and all of that. Not Ohio Health. What am I saying? Ohio State. Um, but you know, she's, um, taking this medication that is keeping her from getting worse and that could go eight or 10 years. I don't know. And, and for women in recovery, that's mostly, that's, that's ladies that have been struggling with some kind of substance, uh, oh, addiction or substance oh, abuse. Okay. So and, um, I see now. and, uh, and just well, an that's incredible program too. that's uh, that's yeah. that uh, that we have in our community. Uh, Jim Stricken uh, from Steak and Shake and Larry's Doghouse, and now the Eclipse Company Store, uh, is running for Alzheimer's, and he has a family member that's that's with us. So that's something that's near and dear. What a story yesterday about uh, Jack Hanna, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then uh, Corey Horrigan from OU Credit Union is running for the Krusen Foundation, and, and that is an initiative that the credit union has had for, for many years that provides scholarships for performance-based and need-based scholarships to attend Ohio University, and they're looking at actually expanding that program to other universities Harry Krusen in the state. For, and, uh, I took his place on city council years ago. And then, of course, he was president of the university for one year in between, well, anyway. And then uh, Jim Salzman uh, from Southeast Ohio Youth Mentoring. So what used to be Big Brothers and Big Sisters um, and, and is now uh, 
Southeast Ohio Youth Mentoring is is uh, is also running the race this year. Uh, Denise Humphreys is a coach for Bobcat Swim Club, which is a nonprofit, and it's uh, I think May is uh, uh, Drowning Awareness Month. Uh, so that's a that's a that's interesting something. term. Yeah, um, I'm probably coining the term incorrectly. That's and then um, and I'm going to pass over to to Tara for the for the reasons for Ohio Health, but uh, Dr. Lucy Booker, Booker mm-hmm. is is running for uh, Ohio Health Oblenis Hospital Healthy Moms and Babies, uh, and they have a couple other reasons that they're trying to focus uh, mm-hmm. people towards this year as well. Yeah, Dr. Booker is our uh, she's now our senior director of medical affairs, uh, but she's also an OBGYN provider. So she sees firsthand the impact that our Healthy Moms and Babies Fund has on the patients that we serve. We use that fund uh, when patients are facing challenging financial situations, transportation barriers. Uh, We even had a situation where a child was being discharged, a baby was being discharged from the NICU, and mom did not have a, a safe home environment that that child could move into, so our team identified an apartment, assisted the, the family in um, moving through that with that process and with the move, and then we were able to use that fund to um, pay the, the initial first month's rent for that patient so that that child had a safe place to go when they were dis- discharged from the hospital. So in lots of little ways with diapers and then in big ways with rent assistance, uh, we're able to help patients facing challenging situations. Um, So we're lifting up our Healthy Moms and Babies Fund. We also have an Athens Hospice Fund for our Ohio Health uh, Hospice Program here in Athens, and then Nursing Excellence. And with Nursing Excellence, uh, we, for the first time this year, will be awarding scholarships and financial awards to some of our outstanding nurses during Nurses Week so that they can continue their education or pursue an additional certification or an educational opportunity that they're interested in. So we use our Nursing Excellence Fund to support that. But, you know, let's say um, I'm Joe Schmo, <laughs> and um, I hear about this, and so I sign up, and I say I'd like mine to go to um, the CHIP program, which is Complete Health Improvement Project. It's um, dietary considerations, food and education about eating and so on, which Tom Castoris, you know, was keenly involved in uh, starting up and that sort of thing. You could do that, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. one of the unique things about this year is we actually did switch to a different um, race platform that allows people to, one, indicate from the reasons that are already listed, you know, um, that we have just kind of gone through, and there's a few more, but you can also, towards the end of your registration, as long as you have that financial information that you can input, um, pretty much all you need is the tax ID number, which is pretty Googleable for most um, uh, nonprofits. If as long as you put that number in, then you can queue up how much you would like to um, put towards that reason, and then you can also, I will then receive on my end um, a email from the uh, website that we're using saying somebody has created this as a reason. Um, would you like to amplify it out to other participants? And it's a pretty seamless process um, where we can then turn that into another reason. So if you get some people on board, then you can start fundraising for that reason as well. 
Okay, well, I don't want to give away any secrets or anything, but um, so what has this race generated in the past years for support for these variety of many worthwhile causes? So over the last eight years that the race has run, um, it's brought in just a little bit over 600,000 for, and I can't even tell you how many reasons. I mean, one year, I think we had over a hundred reasons listed. Um, 600 grand. Yeah. That's cool. You know? And I can't help but think, I mean, it may be a little flat this year because of the virtual concept. But once, once there, my phone just, uh, that was Chewbacca, by the way. Um, but uh, once we get past this, and I feel we're getting past it, and uh, let's see here, everybody in this room's had shots. You're missing one, I think, but yeah. it's coming up right away. Tomorrow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I met with a group um, three weeks ago on a Wednesday night. And it's the first time we've been able to get together for, and we did, it used to be a weekly thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I actually had a tear, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so did others. It was so nice to be back together again. Yeah, I, I, think, I think there's a lot of potential for this year still. I don't want to discount it because it's, cause it's I virtual. I don't want to certainly, you don't want to discourage it. Because yeah. I, I think that, there are a lot of people that have been impacted by COVID, oh, uh, yeah. and it's and it and it's sad and it's challenging. Uh, but there are many I can look at for myself. I I have not been uh, impacted by COVID. Um, you know, I've I've not accrued financial hardship. Um, but there are so many of our nonprofits and charities that have just had to operate so differently uh, this year and and have had difficulty with fundraising that for someone like me who who hasn't really been impacted uh, financially, I think that uh, there are many of us uh, that are very fortunate uh, that could do this as that opportunity to just get out and enjoy the lovely Athens area and mm-hmm. get on the bike path and, and run past the cherry trees and maybe stop at one of the watering holes and enjoy a beverage or a lunch and, mm-hmm. um, and just enjoy Athens, but do that um, under the auspices of I am giving back to something in the community that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. I think, too, you know, we I had kind of mentioned it gave us hope, and Tara doesn't know this, but there are times where I've gotten off the phone from a conversation with her where we've planned swag bags out or we've talked about, you know, what Ohio Health is going to do. And from somebody that, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of the opposite of Bill. Um, I've been hit pretty hard with COVID within my own family network, and my sister is mm-hmm. actually a member of Ohio Health as well in a different hospital. But, you know, seeing the fact that they still support us and they're still 110% in on this initiative has just been so moving for myself and for others within our program because, you know, these are the frontline heroes that for days didn't see their family members. For days were going to work not knowing if they would go home afterwards. Um, 
without second thoughts, were putting their lives on the line to serve the community for the last year um, and just working towards the days where we can now say, you know, we came into the office this morning and almost all of us are vaccinated. And mm-hmm. for that support to still go in and for them to still be all in in this initiative, even in such a tough year that Bill has talked about, where, you know, a lot of Athens groups have had to shut down. The university has had furloughs, but Ohio Health has been a steady partner, a steady, strong beam and core of this race all the way through. It's just something that really ties together that Athens family and that Bobcat family that, you know, a lot of people, unless you're a part of it, you're not going to understand it, but really drives it home with this event. The, um, it's true. I mean, you know, our business is uh, off by a third. Um, but um, we're very encouraged right now about the way things are popping back. Mm-hmm. See, I had another thought completely not related to what we were just saying. Um, it may be too late, but I would think this would be a wonderful year to get some um, people to document uh, from a video point of view, the variety of things in, you know, because of the virtualness, right? Mm, yeah. it, you know, and, and also, um, you know, grow, GoPro cams and on, on the athlete's person, um, I, it could be a real interesting thing to use for future years. Mm-hmm. But uh, probably too, lar- too late to find someone to coordinate such a thing you know actually we're kind of pretty hopeful for that as well in the day and age where we all walk around with multi-million dollar cameras and our (laughs) cell phones in our pockets um you know we are really encouraging a lot of our participants to um take some footage so that we could have for future years or even if we're not going to celebrate it just as a reference you know look how far we came from that moment to now and one of our reasons, even, uh, Lily Sunshine, she, Lily and Kathy Straley are a family here in the Athens community that Lily has suffered from cystic fibrosis since she was born. And if you know anything about CF, it has been something that has been heavily impacted by COVID as it is one of those breathing issues. And, you know, part of that journey with them this year is outdoor distanced movie nights that we've had that we have some documentation on and Lily and Kathy kind of doing some interviews with us over Zoom and that we've been able to capture and um, really just focusing on getting our participants to even if it's just a thumbs up and a while we participated today kind of video that they can send us for future years it's definitely not something that I think we're too far past we're going to very much encourage our participants whether they're the team from Ohio Health that gets together and goes out on a walk on the bike path, socially distanced and masked up. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, some of our students, my classmates, are, have been w- chomping at the bit for Race for a Reason to get the registration up so they could go out. So I'm definitely going to be encouraging them as well to kind of get some of that footage and some of the, that documentation. Well, we've told you a lot about it, folks. And, and um, what we haven't said is how to become involved yourself. So, if someone has the interest in participating, uh, they'd like to raise money for a cause, a reason, um, or use it to support one of the reasons other people have already identified, uh, how do they do so? Do they go to a website? Yeah, that's correct. 
they've uh, they can go to www.ohioraceforareason.org okay and um, then all the information for all the races uh for each one of our sponsored races uh and registration is there and then through the registration processes as haley said you can pick uh one of the charities or nonprofits that are already participating mm -hmm. you know some of them have come on board and say hey in good faith we're going to raise at least a hundred dollars towards our cause we're going to use this as a platform um so they're they're listed but you can also uh make a donation so at the end of your registration you can make a donation towards any charity or nonprofit. It has to be a charity or nonprofit. And then, um, like Haley said, she'll get prompted to, uh, to connect with uh, that individual and perhaps list that as an additional reason on our website. And we're always looking for reasons. We have a lot less than previous years, uh, just because of the, the nature of COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's some great opportunities out there uh, to impact some some worthy local and national organizations out there. Well, um, did we say when we're going to do this? <laughs> we kind of alluded to it, but, you know, April 17th through April 26th are going to be our virtual race week. So at okay. any point between April 17th and April 26th and even before then, you can get on and register, and up until midnight on April 26th, you can still complete your race and fundraise for whatever your reason is. So we've got about five weeks to get involved, right? Uh, give or take. <laughs> I don't know about five weeks. I'm checking my watch and my calendar. But what is, wait, wait, uh, what, what it, is today? Today is the 8th of April. So next, Oh, mercy. I'm off. Yeah. So next, next week... Um, we are going to be so next weekend okay. so the following weekend we're we're kicking things off and so don't hesitate folks don't even forget that five week bit that <laughs> was way off okay so you've got a week folks to get involved and get your race for a reason selected and named what events you're going to participate in you can do more than one right yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you want to get crazy, we're signing <laughs> you up for several of them, Dave. I heard about the mud run or something. So, and we're trying to we're trying to get people to register uh, and and select their t-shirt sizes by the 25th, so that we can mm. have those t-shirts ordered, and then by the 30th of April, we're hoping to be able to have swag bags so stuff we all get those those race packet bags will include uh a t-shirt we got a new logo for uh race for a reason oxygen tanks uh no oxygen tanks okay. and then and then we've got a lot of great uh stuff in that swag bag from some of our local sponsors southeast ohio beverage uh has been a great sponsor of ours and um there's going to be some protein drinks from nesquik some uh sparkling ice uh you know caffeinated uh energy drink and uh and some water in there as well as some stuff from uh just opportunities to frequent some of the local establishments so i think there's going to be something from steak and shake in there and there might be something from larry's doghouse um some great swag from ohio health uh ou credit union everyone's uh 
it's going to be a worthwhile thing and you can pick those up and we're going to have those locations to to, to help people get out and, and go to some of uh, our great establishments within the Athens community. Years ago when I was running the Copperheads, you came and did a session with the team and it was a, a it was a teaching session and it taught them how to support one another physically as well as mentally and help me with describing what you did yeah that was when i was working uh in athletes in action uh with a lot of the intercollegiate sports uh programs and uh, i would do a team building event just to bring people together before a season a lot of coaches used it as a as a vehicle as like a springboard for maybe goal setting or a springboard to set uh, that group up for success uh, with some of the challenges that they might face during their season and how they can come together as a unit it was mm -hmm. remarkable and our coaches our our players anybody who watched it was so impressed and they said i wish i had this available to me at my home school you know what i mean whatever college or, or university they played for during the regular school year um i i guess i'm using this as a compliment bill anything you get involved in seems to be pretty cool and um we're lucky to have you in our community. I hope you'll stay for many years to come. Thank you, Dave. Race for a reason. Ohio Health's Race for a Reason. Um, the website, one more time, help me. OhioRaceForAReason.org. So that's short for org or organization. Well, it's not short <laughs> for org. It's, it's an abbreviation of the word organization. And... Um, you can register there. Uh, I assume there's a way of paying your uh, entry stuff there. And you can also name uh, the benefactor of uh, if you should raise more than that. That sort of thing. Can, we, can you think of anything I messed up yet? No more than usual. No more. Than <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Was that Haley? That was. She's oh. throwing some darts <laughs> she, back in the room. This is our first day we've ever met. <laughs> We're going to be lifelong friends, Dave. I, I can tell. I can tell, really. Okay. I, I warned her about you. I, I guess what I would like to close with is just a special thanks to all our sponsors, um, mm -hmm. if, I could, if I could do that. Well, it's, it's, you know, there's three or four pages of little logos from each business all posted on the website. It's impressive. There, there's a lot of great community partners. And, and like I said before, we could not do this uh, without Ohio Health's partnership, who's been us with us since the beginning. It really, even before they were Ohio Health, it was Oblenis Health Systems mm -hmm. at, at the time that they, they came on board, but also College of Health Sciences and Professions, uh, Quidel, OU Credit Union, uh, our ROTC programs, and really they fall under University College on campus, mm -hmm. uh, College of Osteopathic Medicine, Steak and Shake, Power 105, Hugh White Honda, uh, Southeast Ohio Beverage, uh, Zones, uh, which is involved in our in our t-shirts and a lot of our of, marketing stuff. Of course. The Athens Messenger, who 
does quite a bit for us with uh, covering racing with the Athens Stars. We've got about 20 seconds. Wellworks, who promotes uh, the event uh, to a lot of their people, and then uh, just uh, yeah, a handful of, uh, of others. So thank you, thank you. Folks, if also you're inclined to assist with this, uh, putting this event on, uh, call, get on that website. There's some way there of, of leaving that information. Bye-bye. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Big day for President Biden. Later this morning, he's set to announce executive actions to curb gun violence. Two of the executive actions will take aim at products gun enthusiasts can now buy legally. Ghost guns assembled at home without serial numbers or background checks and arm braces meant to improve aim when firing a semi-automatic pistol. The Justice Department will also draft model legislation for states that seek to adopt red flag laws. They would have guns taken away from those deemed a threat to themselves or others. Following to fight these measures, the NRA warns the proposals could require law-abiding citizens to surrender lawful property. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Five people were shot to death in a home in South Carolina, among them a doctor, his wife, and two of their grandchildren. Trent Ferris with the York County Sheriff's Office. We're shocked that this type of incident happened in our area, in Rock Hill, especially with the amount of people who were involved. There's been a lot of concern over the AstraZeneca vaccine after regulators found a link to blood clots. Allison Assels is a pharmacist. Her brother, Neil, died of a blood clot Easter Sunday, just 10 days after getting the vaccine. She says she still believes you should get the shot. If you've had one dose, go ahead and have your second. If you haven't had your dose yet, make sure that you do. Because overall, we will save more lives by people having the vaccine than not. The Masters teed off today in Augusta, Georgia. It's turned very political this year. Augusta National and Masters Chairman Fred Ridley addressed the state's controversial voting law that led MLB to pull the All-Star game from Atlanta. We realize that views and opinions on this law differ. There have been calls for boycotts and other punitive measures. Unfortunately, those actions often impose the greatest burdens on the most vulnerable in our society. CBS's Jim Crisola keeping an eye on a unionization vote in the Deep South. More than 3,200 workers at a sprawling Amazon warehouse in Bessemer, Alabama, near Birmingham, voted on whether to unionize. That was 55% of the 5,800 workers at the facility. The vote outcome is expected to be released today or tomorrow. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits rose by 16,000, a sign that many employers are still cutting jobs. Mark Hamrick with Bankrate.com. We see big increases in new claims in both California and New York, both of which have been hit hard by COVID-19 and hit hard economically. Checking the markets at this hour, the Dow is down 68 points. Former VP Mike Pence has a book deal. His autobiography is scheduled to come out in 2023. This is CBS News. When you're hiring, there's no luxury of time. So instead of waiting for people to see your sponsored post, invite them to apply. More at Indeed.com slash credits. Waiting for spring is one thing. Waiting for spring savings is another. At the Home Depot, you don't have to wait for either one. The Home Depot's best prices of the season are already here. Get a 40-volt battery-powered Ryobi string trimmer for just $159 and 